Okay. Good to be together. Good to see Nancy Mercier. She was probably already welcomed and I missed it, but Amy's here with her, which is exciting. Okay, Lord, we thank you for the work of your spirit today, Lord, for the what was available to us today, what is available tonight, Lord, ask that we would all enter into it, Lord. We thank you that your uh, spirit, Lord, is patient with us in the areas of that uh, we're in need, Lord. We thank you that you have uh, help available to all of us tonight, Lord, for each one, that there is help, Lord, to enter in, Lord, to change habits, Lord, to break out of ruts, Lord. We thank you for what's available tonight, Lord. We ask for all of us that you would move on us as we enter in tonight in Jesus' name. Okay, we're going to start with all the kids getting up front to sing, He Led the Captives. So if you want to get right up there. Yeah, yeah, right up by the piano. Don't everybody rush at one time. We're going to start singing that song. Yes.
right. We uh, gave a, a little warning regarding what was coming, and I think you're going to like it because uh, it's all about uh, God's intention and and you're written in the in the covenant. In case you did not, and I I mentioned Psalm 62 and 73, and if anybody wanted to speak to that, I I would like if as many people as could would speak into to this tonight. Uh, and if you do, please project your voices um, so everybody can hear you. And I'll, uh, let, I'll forget 62 and 73, unless somebody really was kind of warm there and wanted to say something. It's good stuff. They're, they're very solid and helpful material, uh, if you looked at them. But um, Psalm 79, Psalm 89, um, if you looked at it, you, you should have seen some things perhaps that uh, maybe you've never seen before. And there, it, there's some tremendous uh, promises and there's some stuff going on. And, and if you did look at it, I'd like to hear from those of you who see uh, really what's what's happening in the psalm. What's, what's being discussed, who's saying it, uh, you know, anyone. Don't rush it. Take your time. What? I, I, let's stay with, let's, let's stay with 89. That's plenty to eat tonight if we get that. And we don't want to, we've got to, we don't want to be here long, okay? Just long enough. And uh, if you didn't get the announcement, those of you who did, if you've been over the turf, if you've been over the word, you have some idea what's going on. Well, that's where we're going. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the, all right. Let, I can say a few things, but you're, this is a bright crowd and a seasoned crowd. You know something. I, I thought it was very advantageous to have uh, Kara uh, talk about what she did regarding mercy and because this is this is what it's all about in uh, in Psalm 89 uh, he, he says I will sing of the mercies of Lord forever with my mouth I will make known thy faithfulness in all generations that's good stuff and it's for you and it's for me okay uh, 
For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shall be established in the very heavens. Who do you think's talking there? What would make you think? Uh, you think this is just a prophetic utterance or uh, what, what's going on? And I was hoping that you'd read through, and if you have, you'd see a difference. Okay, let's skip, let's skip around here. You're smart enough to do it. Uh, and um, let's, let's go down to uh, uh, I want to go to I want to go to um, Well, he gets very positive, but no. Uh, let's go to 46, because there's so much of an embellishment of help coming to you. Look, look at uh, 46. How long, O Lord, o Lord, will I hide thyself forever? Shall thy wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. <laughs> That sounds like something I need to say right now. Wherefore hast thou made all men in vain? So what's, 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 what's happening to the guy, do you think? Because he says some beautiful and positive things, and there's some, he's, he's not too happy with what's going on. Because all of God's servants are processed. They're all dealt with. There's a test every day. What man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? You know you're not going to do that. So what do, we, what do we see there? Anybody? God doesn't bring mercy, there's no help coming. I mean, we're, you know, this is okay, where right, that's true. If God doesn't bring the mercy, we're not going to see it. But what's going on with this guy? What, I mean, what do you think? He realizes how frail he is. Well, he, he, he certainly sees that. Mm. Right. Something isn't happening that was happening before. Yeah. By covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is not out of my lips. But then it goes into this, the seed shall endure forever, his throne is the sun before me. And then it goes into, but you have broken down the hedges and yeah. ruin, and the right hand of the adversaries are against me. And like, yeah. it doesn't look like what you said, it was going to look like, right? And he's really, he's really talking there, I think, about David and what David was going through. He was a friend, and he looked around, and you know, his crown's on the ground. Things are, are, are taking place. Now, why is, it, why is it that someone can be so high in the heavens and then come to this?
Well, you've been there. Why do you, why do, okay, I'll put it, I've been there. I, I've stood sometimes and declared stuff that was way over my head, and then I try to go out and grab it, and then I saw it. And then the next day, or, you know, 20 minutes later, I've got a test. And I don't like it. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to feel that way sometimes. I mean, I think what you're saying in uh, verse uh, verse 49, Lord, where are the uh, former loving kindnesses? Yeah. Thou swearest unto David in thy truth, and he's it's always saying is like, what happened to the good times? <laughs> Have you said that? Excuse me. Have any of you said that? Yeah. Yeah, we've said it because we. There's some idiotic idea that the, the walk of the Spirit should be like this, yeah. and it isn't. It isn't. It stops, it starts, it halts, it's complaining at times. And then we, we come to a place, I had a hard time saying, thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank yes. you, Lord, for that. Yes. I have never said, when I hit my toe against the door, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I want forgiveness, but I'm not asking for it. <coughs> and, and we have, this is some of the greatest promises that you have tonight that we're looking at. And I'm sorry you didn't get a fairly brief, but you're quick enough, and you're spiritual people, so you'll get something here. And anybody, as you're reading along, feel free to stand and let's, let's look at it. Uh, let's skip around here. Uh, in verse, go back to 16. We can play with this a little bit. Uh, in thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in the favor of our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Right now, that's very important. That sounds real good to me regarding what's going on in the earth, I would say. Would you? And, and when he's talking about it, what does he mean? You got you hunters, what is this thing on the horn? Anybody? You read, you read the... There's... When he said, our horn shall be favored. Well, the, the goats have horns, the other animals have horns, and uh, the horn is a pouring instrument for, for fest festivals and stuff, and it speaks of the strength and the, the good things that God has when he's talking about the horn. You guys should know that. I mean, every time you go out and kill a moose, you go out and put the, you put the horns out there and... Uh, if it's really big, somebody needs to put a flag and maybe your name or something. <laughs> I've never seen your name. But it's a big deal for you to have favors. And he says that's what you have. Okay? Anything else you see? Well, he's wondering what happened to the favor. He saw it there. He saw the buildup of it. Come up so they can hear it. He's saying the... <clears throat> It is, some of it's pretty direct. He just, he sees the promises. I think it's the part we can relate to. And he had an expectation of how it was supposed to be looking, and it wasn't looking like what the Lord promised it to look like. You know, he's 
But, you know, those broken down as hedges, the, you know, his enemies are triumphing. Where are your promises? It's not, you know, we're running out of time. That's what he said. We're running out of time, and, and it's not looking like what I thought it was to look like by what you said was going to happen. What's happening, you know? Because I know you said your mercies are there, but I'm not feeling it right now, and it doesn't look like you're blessing this guy. Yeah, yeah and, and, uh, but particularly, we don't have much time, he said, in yeah. another place. Yeah. And, and how much time do you have? Just enough. You don't know. The time you have is right now, and that's about it. You know, never wait to start your exercise tomorrow. <laughs> or till New Year's for this stuff. Verse 40, thou hast broken down all his hedges. Thou hast brought his strongholds in ruins. All that pass by the way spoil him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. Thou hast set up the right hand of his adversaries. Thou hast made all his enemies to rejoice. That's not so good. You know, as you, as you look down in, in uh, Canada, there was a lot of talk down there about how things were falling apart. And there, were, there was some shrinkings, and people did leave here and there. But we have to always remember, God doesn't lose anybody. Jesus said, no one is snatched out of my hand. And that's true. But, but you have, okay, as we've read this far, what, what do we see that is parallels even where, where some of us have been? film or, or play or something, they have some guy who's so arrogant and he's walking along and, you know, and he falls, you know, in a puddle and, you know, the old movies, the silent movies used to think, make a big thing of that, the, the fall of pride. But here, here we have the everlasting mercies of David. And and, and there's some other things in there. What else do you see in there rather than just talking about David? Anyone? Well, the Lord went before us and went through all that. Pardon? This whole song, the Lord went through all that. Yes. Yes, he did. And, and it really is, it points, and you'll find the more you look at the Bible, it points always to Christ. Not always to Jesus, but to Christ 
the, the provision of the lamb slain. And so this is, this is certainly, uh, in, in that aspect, uh, bringing us there. Anything else that you see? Verse 43, thou hast also turned the edge of his sword and hast not made him to stand in the battle. Thou hast made his glory to cease and cast his throne to the ground. What would you say? Isn't that pretty clearly David? Okay. But, yes. All right. And David was dealt with all the way through, even, even after uh, the the relation after Psalm fifty one. David had to go. He he seventy thousand people died because he numbered the people, and uh, and God dealt with him. Okay. When he says, verse 4, Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. What's he talking about when he says, thy seed? Christ. What is that about? Christ. It's Christ. Uh, and, and we get that, we get that when he's first talking about uh, the, the faithfulness of his friend Abraham in thy seed. And why, why would he, why would he uh, uh, use the, the, the word seed? I mean, anyone? Yeah, he uses the word seed because he doesn't say your people. But the seed is very specific. And it's the seed of, of, of Christ who is, who, is, who is a perfect, he is the perfect provision for us in that sense. Yeah. Well, there's another place where it says, thy seed shall be counted for a generation. Yeah. He's talking about the generation of Christ. Right. There and, and, and that's us. That's us. And, and 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 the discovery of that was hidden. Yeah. And and the issue, uh, one of the problems that we kind of we got to live up to this. We got to live up. To, he has to live with you, and you will be up to it. That's a, a whole different look, don't you think? Okay. Anything else in there? Yeah. There's been faithful seed from the time of Christ right through till now, even before Christ. Right. And, and so the idea that time is running out, that kind of has to do with a particular branch of the seed, like me or you or yeah. anybody else. Sure. Um, where our time does run out, effectively where we die. But the, but the other part of that is, is that there is an eternity yeah. involved here. There, there is, and, and everybody sitting in this room uh, tonight is going to live forever someplace. 
And, and sometimes, uh, you know, I, I walk in the room and Betty's sitting there doing what she's doing. And every once in a while in the last so many years, God says, she's going to be out there forever and ever and ever. She's an infinite person and she's my sister, you know. It's a whole different thing in marriage when you realize and in a relationship there's nobody in this room that God doesn't value. Okay? And, and if, uh, if, if we have that mercy and that favor, shouldn't it be uh, our view to give it to everybody else? The worst thing about us is our lack of forgiving. The... the, the the heart that won't forgive. And we said that this morning, I thought uh, the, the point there on shame that our sister brought uh, was important. Mm -hmm. and, and there is a kind of, what, we, what keeps us from each other to a great degree is we, we uh, we're afraid to be open. And, it, and it, it, it's a killer in a place like this. So everybody is kind of uh, covered over in a, in a great deal of pretense. And it's not that we have to run around, you know, like in a, you know, some psychic nudist colony, but there should be the openness because we're a people who must get rid of any protection that keeps us uh, in, in an offense. It's got to go. And, uh, <laughs> but me saying it won't happen. But you know yourself, the people that you love are the people that you can talk to. And they're not pretending. They're not pretending to be something. And I thought this was a magnificent piece of literature <laughs> and life because it, uh, it's really, it's so real. He's whining in there. And the same the same one who's delivering the message is also anointed uh, in a great way. Um, and the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? And then he goes over and says, where are you? You know, everything is cast down. So th there's a realism here of from the Spirit of God to us. You are covenanted and promised to get through this thing forever. And so am I. And it should be a heartbreaking thing to us instead of some, some pride. And, and when, we, when we come among people who don't, who don't really understand it, we ought to see them the same way uh, David, you know, sees his little man, turns him upside down, he's got his hands on him, he's playing with him, he's getting acquainted with him, and the time will come when he'll have to say, son, you have to grow up. He has to be weaned from that. And so your God is treating you that way, my God is treating me, he doesn't care uh, how old I am, uh, he, he is very quick to show me the things 
that don't please him. And are we thankful for that, or do we run an embarrassment to it? You see? And this is something that, the, because the church, uh, to a great extent, is, you know, on information, that's a problem. But this is, uh, this is great stuff. Um, and uh, listen to this. Thou rulest the raging sea. I remember being out there and I said, God, I know you, you rule the raging heavens, but would you quiet this plane down? When the, ra the waves uh, therefore arise, thou stillest them. I know he can do that. There's nobody in this room that doesn't have a sickness that God can take care of with an immediacy. There's no one here with that. And yet, he's not doing that in the way that we kind of see in the Word. And, and people come in and they think maybe by the laying on the hands they're going to do some magic. Let me tell you where the power is going to come from. It's going to come only from those who say, God, I do not want to miss anything you have for me. And holiness has got to be the, something that we're coming to. And we can't pretend it. If we don't have it, we, we have to say bankrupt. Please help me, great God. And, and, and I see the, the growth and the care that, that has come in this place over the years. Um, but uh, thou, thou rulest the raging, verse 10, thou hast broken uh, Rahab in pieces. That's another word for Satan. As one that is slain, thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. God, tonight, scatter your enemies across the earth. That, you know, or, or give us the strength for whatever we have to go through because only God knows what that's all about. And there's something about mercy. I'll read this to you um, because this, it's talking about mercy. Aren't you glad that uh, there, there's an emphasis here on mercy? And we don't deserve it. And when someone gives you mercy, I don't know. I, I forget. I don't, Betty may have told this story. When Nelson was a little kid, we'd, he was just a baby. <laughs> Not that much of a baby. But anyway, he swiped something in the store. And, and Betty, we walked out to the car. I know you don't remember this, son, but you really did. <laughs> yeah, okay. You come from a long line of thieves. So, you know, <laughs> no, but but uh, we, we came out, and, and, uh, and he was waving something in his hand, and, and you said, where'd you get that? And, he, and remember what you did? Tell him. Did, well, we were all the way home. You didn't say, my a, baby wouldn't do that. He wasn't a baby. He was a toddler. <laughs> uh, he was walking. He was talking. And he had shown a piece of candy that he had taken. And I said, we're going back to the store. And you're going to tell the man what you did. And you're sorry. And you're going to give it back. So he came. I took him back to the store. And I put him up on the counter. And he, he told me, I, I took this candy. <laughs> and the man just grabbed him and held him in his arms. And said, thank you. 
That's mercy. You know, you rotten little kid, would you take care of that? I don't want to see him in here again. I don't want him around those strawberries, nothing, you know. So, what? I don't know if he kept it or not. I don't think so. I think we get. No, he doesn't remember. That wasn't the point. He'll be telling everybody else it was another kid or something. My dad's old. He doesn't remember. <laughs> anyway, what, what is your hope tonight? We could hear that. Everybody has some hope. Could we hear it in a variety of ways before we get out of here? I, we don't have to be here much longer. We, we get it. That I won't run out of his mercy. Okay. Hope of the resurrection. Pardon? Hope of the resurrection. Okay. Anybody else hoping? Our times are in his hands. Yes. Yeah. Can't run out of time if you're in his hands. Well, you have a thousand years after this one. That's it. Well, if you don't do it in a thousand years after this. Well, if you're not in his hands, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Okay. Constant forgiveness. What? Constant forgiveness. You're, you're, We're thankful every day he's, he's forgiving us every time... He's taken care of it. You don't even have to consider it anymore because he's done that. This is where we also get into some trouble. He will not impute sin to those that, that he's called. Do we sin? Yes. In this body we do. And if we go to God and say, in your body I was an immature today. I lost it. I was jealous. I was angry. Whatever I was. I ate too much. I slept through the service. It was boring. Whatever, whatever it is, but you do not have to list the sins. You know, if you're, you know in your nature, if you're offering to God, if today was a day that, you know, uh, he'll remind you. Ever gone to bed and thought you were wonderful and put your head on the pillow and God reminds you of something? Yeah. Excuse me. Anybody else? <laughs> you two guys got it. But, but, the, but the circumstance for us, really, is, is that we... Uh, do you really have... I want to hear some more on hope. Because when you find out what, what happens with it, you'll love it. What are you hoping for? We all want resurrection, I think. We, we want a different body... Some of the, you know, Patrick said, I don't know, this isn't too bad. <laughs> no. No. Folks, according as you hope, so mercy is there. If you're hoping, if you're saying, God, I'm hoping to have a forgiving heart. I'm hoping to have an intensity to, well, you'll get mercy. That's what it says. I'll give you the scripture. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. Because anything that you're hoping for, you've got to get it from him because nobody else can give it. In the natural world, you can get it by hanging around 
working hard, staying up late. Go ahead. Faith is the substance of Louder, please. Faith I, is the substance. <laughs> well, it's hard. Think hopeful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something that it, yes, of course, and 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 I, I think what we've we've tried to do is engender a greater understanding of the word faith when we've said trust. It comes down to the on the vine, the orange that's green. We have faith because we see the orange, but when we eat the orange, <laughs> when we take it from the tree and eat it, it's because we. We trust that it's that it's ripe, and and it's one thing to to have a believing thing, uh, that, but doesn't have any life in it. That's vital, and it is. Without faith, we got to believe that he is, and that he's rewarding us as we move. Okay. Listen to this. Uh, Verse 11, the heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness of thereof, thou hast founded them. And, and we have to get that understanding that, that everything in the heavens and everything on earth, he has province over. And if that's a, that's a strength builder, especially... When, when things are falling apart everywhere we look. Okay. Brother Bill, I think what one hope that we have is the sovereignty of God. You know, things look yeah. chaotic, but he is, he really, yeah. he really is in charge. And that's why, that's why the, the line there, uh, all things are under his feet. Yet we do not see them yet. Is there a yet there? Somebody look at that. It's Hebrews 2. Does it say it that way? Somebody read it. Because all the chaos that's going on out there, God is allowing it. He's doing everything in his, you know, the constancy of God. And I, I'm not so sure. I've kind of said this could be five decades away, three decades. I don't know. I don't know that the world can handle another 20 years. I don't know. I wouldn't say. But it doesn't look bright, does it? And, and that's the way it is everywhere. But for us, it, this should be the most aspect and great adventure because we're just coming into a clarity of vision and strength that we have never known. There are things that you know the Holy Spirit can take care of and sequester and get certainly behind you and under your feet. Somebody read that in Hebrews. What does it say? Thou shalt clear all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing but now, yeah, it's not there yet. It's not there yet, but it, it, everything is going to be Christ. Yeah. 
the only, you know, the unity, the power, the, you know, people have said things about being on the other side, the differences that are there. And it's a, it's a wonderful difference too. My faithfulness, uh, the enemy shall not exact on him, uh, uh, in verse 22, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his hand also on the sea and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, thou art my father, my God, the rock of thy salvation. All right. Uh, anyway, the, uh, forgive me for not making sure that the, this got out so you had a chance to read it. Anything else that comes to mind here before? I've got a, just a couple of things and we can be out of here. Anything you see. Uh, okay, let's go to Psalm uh, 62 quickly. We've been there. We'll start with verse 8. Uh, I kind of act like I own this. I haven't, but it's a wonderful line. And I want at least the high school kids to get it. Um, Verse 8, trust him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. We I've given, I've brought this several times. I know I mentioned this here. What are we talking about? Trust him at all times and pour out your heart. Anybody recall one of the things that was underlined? And you may have something new. Anybody? Just confiding in him as a friend. Can't, you can't be able to hear you. Like, get up here. Yeah, just... One of Brother Bill's favorite lines, but it's something that you learn, and you're, you're confiding in somebody that you know, somebody that helps you. I mean, the, it's just the only one, yeah. really. You can tell them anything, anything at all. Yeah, that's it. No matter how bad it is. Go ahead, you want to say that? He's not shocked by. No, yeah. no. He knows it before, already. yeah. Well, that's, that's the, who was it that said uh, we want his uh, omniscience, omnipresence? Or sovereignty. His sovereignty. Well, he is sovereign. There's, you know, nobody's going to get anything around him. I love, I love the line, there are more with us than there are with them. It's a great line. It looks like we're, we're outnumbered. And I, upstairs I was thinking with multitudes of people uh, who have given themselves to Christ. Where they are spiritually is another thing. It's not information. It's got, we've got to know that there's, there's a coming power. It looks like you wanted to say something. Feel free. Go ahead. No. I wanted to say out of Psalm 73, so we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but in, we'll go back. We haven't, this hasn't been that together anyway because we didn't know where we were going. We've done pretty well for, for that. I just, um, we were talking earlier and this fit in, but we weren't in the right soul. <laughs> but um, 
it says in verse uh, um, 12, it says, Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They incre increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain yeah. and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. You know, and sometimes it does seem like it doesn't matter what we do. It's, you know, the enemy, the, we heard this morning, the accuser is there faithfully trying to, you know, say it, it's been in vain. No, it's been no good for you. If I say, I will thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then understood I therein. Sometimes it, does, it's, it seems like it's not worth it. I mean, it's just, it's too painful. It's not working. Um, but there is a place to get understanding. Yeah, right. um, and I think he allows all this so that we are driven, drawn to him, where we can actually get the help that we need. You know, it says that he understood when he went into the sanctuary of God. God does want to let us know or help us through it, but we have to come, Amy said, into a place where we just finally understand that we just can't do it. And sometimes we know it up here, but um, he's trying to get it into our hearts where we actually act like it. <laughs> Well, it's an awakening. It, what, what you're talking about is a guy woke up in the middle of it. I was jealous they were rich and I was poor. Yeah. You know, I, I'll never forget the day I drove into uh, Tarika's, came in on the boat. I didn't drive. We'd, I think we only may have had one car. And there was somebody out there, a young guy who had been here and gone off to school, and he had a, had a new car. And I uh, got out of that, and I remember seeing him, he had, uh, you know, was putting his credit cards, shuffle them in there. And our guys that day were out haying. And uh, the young guys, and, and every one of them, you know, was driven and, and godly. And, and, I, and I saw the difference between somebody who had had his own job, had his own car, and I, I ached in a way for the for the difference that and the margins there when 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 uh, if the guys who were doing that were jealous of the car or but the greater ache was for the individual who who had kind of slowed down come to a rut but since that time i realized that god doesn't let anybody go and we don't we don't have to speculate regardless of how much of a crash dive they take, because God is, is going to stay with them. He will stay with those that he's pur purchased, and that's an important thing. Yeah. 73. So foolish and I and ignorant <laughs> was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. And, and the great line that got me really, uh, and I, I've never... I, I can never <laughs> preach much anywhere that I don't talk about the constancy of God. You have, an, you have a heavenly, you look at the fathers who are here and the way they carry their children. Uh, I, nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. He has never let go of you since you <laughs> came forth from the womb. Thou shalt guide me 
with thy counsel. That means the spirit of truth that's going to lead you into all truth is available for you every minute of every day. You don't have to go to a meeting wondering if you have help. You don't have to go anywhere thinking that a provision is not there for you. Okay. All right. 62. Uh, in verse 60, in, 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 in Psalm 62, if you're there, it says, Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. And, and let, let me just say this in case you didn't know. People get, they go for heroes. They're looking for somebody as a substitute for God. Little boys do that with their fathers, and, and then if they're smart, they, and they usually get smart and are weaned. But there's no man on the earth that is going to help you much except the new man that is connected to God. And if we, if we can just, you know, because everything else, they're, they're, their breath is in their nostrils. You cannot trust anywhere. And I, you know, we, I get calls and I give calls. Uh, uh, listen to this. So-and-so's here. And, and we've, got, we've got people here who think, and, and, and please understand this. I, I, I read other people. I look at, and I will check a sermon. I spend a lot of time, obviously, with T. Austin Sparks because he fills a vacuum that we haven't had. Most of you in this room have not had the, uh, the, the, the two major points, the tradition that will bury you, you know, that will bury you, and to some degree has, and the, the understanding that you are Christ. You're not trying to be like Jesus. You are in a position to have everything that... Uh, that you need to grow as God would have it. That doesn't mean that you, you, know, you don't have that kind of a, of a, uh, uh, a calling, obviously. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But you do have a calling to bear about in the body of the dying of Christ, you see. And so, uh, lighter than vanity. It says, trust not in oppression, and become not vain in the robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart on them. And boy, we have at times. We wanted, you know, that house, this, this. If I can just have this. And then they get it and they see that it's empty. And that's why we have to not uh, be hard on anybody that wants something else. Let them have it. Because you and I have to be absolutely filled up and sick of anything that we've lusted for, or had a desire for, or that was a displacement, or an idol that didn't bring us to a relationship with God himself. And that's, that's vital for us. God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. And I'll close with this right now. Jesus Christ was raised by the spirit of holiness. And the spirit of holiness 
you walk with and I walk with. And, and it's not something that you can attain to or try to get, but it's, it's something that's available to you. And I'll say it this way again, and please meditate on this for, for your sakes. <laughs> I need to a lot. Uh, uh, of his fullness, we have all received. That's Christ. You have received the new man. Uh, you have received it for grace under grace. And God help us to believe that tonight. I was thankful that, uh, that we were right on that course. Every one of these psalms that, I, that we didn't get to, or in, maybe in the right way, had to do with mercy. It says uh, in, in verse 12 of Psalm 62, power belongs to God in verse 11. Also unto thee, Lord, belongs mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. And your prayer and your offering in the morning and mine should be, God, I want to be where you want me to be. I want to be doing what you would direct. Uh, and sometimes, let me say this to the businesses and to my travel program, there, uh, I think I was sitting the other day looking at Sparks, and I felt the Lord say, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that I was fastened on something that could be a waste of time. Our businesses have to go. But if, if there can be a, a prayer in this house that we would not um, sell out in terms of the financial achievement for our time with God, that we would see that, that our time with God, uh, listening to him, is the most valuable uh, thing we have. And, and I, I'm especially asking, oh, please, God, give me an understanding how this, uh, what, what is out there, because the Christian church is going to go through things that, that, that we've never seen. And you've heard it. Unless the times were shortened, what? Okay. God help us. Yeah, go ahead. And say sure. yeah, yeah, go ahead and close, too. Take this. Okay. I thought Richard was running around with his hand up, and I said, go ahead, go to the bathroom, Richard. I got relieved today. I got my stitches out. So. I, I, I wasn't holding my hand up because I was showing my cast. It hurt. That's why I was up. Anyway, um, I appreciate this emphasis. Uh, it's like there's you, just listening to the service and the, and the time this morning. It's like there's a cry that we all have that for mercy. Like God, be merciful. If ever there's a time when we we need the mercy of God um, in many situations, but I think with that we understand. This is what I was thinking about just listening tonight. What really unlocks the mercy of God and how does it come? In the Beatitudes, right, one reference, um, blessed are the merciful, right? They shall obtain mercy, right? Here at the end of this passage, we're talking about, for thou shalt render also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy. 
for thou shalt render to every man according to his work. And I, I know there's going to be a reckoning and a rendering. But there's, there's like an aspect almost, well, I think, uh, says in James that mercy triumphs over judgment. There's like an aspect where it's like, um, I would only submit this, that it's like there's a part, of, I feel like God doesn't, he, he doesn't give me what I really deserve in his compassion. That's the compassions that fail not, that he doesn't give me, like, thank God that his mercy interrupted and he doesn't give me what I really am so deserving of. But you see, um, a, a, a key to obtain, obtaining mercy, right, is in Psalm 18, with the merciful. God is not mocked. If you want to obtain mercy from God, you and I have to, we have to find the wherewithal to be forgiving and to let go of stuff and um, let the slate be wiped clean or let people give them a new start, whatever it takes. Because if we don't, it says, with the merciful, thou will show thyself merciful. If, if, I always thought of this. If you, if you have trouble seeing God as a hard man, what's the source of that, perhaps? You, you are hard. There's an aspect of hardness, and he's just, he's just reflecting back what's in my heart, and so hopefully we can see it. With the merciful thou shalt show thyself merciful, and with the upright man thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure thou shalt show thyself pure, and with the froward, or the perverse, thou shalt show thyself froward. So Lord, help us um, with this one. We look to you tonight. For your guidance, Lord, thank you for the clarity that's come here, even the sharing from each heart, Lord. And we quiet ourselves, Lord, and let you speak to us tonight. Lord, put it in our hearts to be those that would not just receive mercy and, and hold it, but we would minister mercy to the unmerciful, to the, to the unloving, Lord. Touch us tonight, Lord. Seal this word to our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen.